This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by Delta, official airline of the BYU men's basketball team. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires. Big O Tires is the team you trust. The Cougars get the win going away 105 to 48. The victory improves the Cougars' overall record to begin the season to 3 and 0. Before we go any further, however, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU-FM HD2 Provo. You are listening to BYU Basketball on BYU Radio. All right, as I mentioned, Cougars getting the win, 105-48 over southeastern Louisiana. That means that since the Cougars won, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50, that is BYU50, on the app or at papajohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location tomorrow only. Speaking of only, only one game in the Big 12, and it just so happens to be the only top 25 game as well. It is number 19, Texas, hosting Rice in Austin. Just like our game, it started at 7 o'clock Mountain Time, so it is now a final as well. Texas knocking off Rice 80-64, to just like the Cougars who were 3-0. The Longhorns move to 3-0 to begin the season. Utah Valley, the only other local team that was in action tonight. They were on the road at Charlotte. UVU falls on the road 62-45. That is the first loss of the season for the Wolverines. Tomorrow night, big night on campus, specifically at Southfield. Your number one seed BYU women's soccer team hosting USC. The Trojans come in as the eight seed. It's the second round of the NCAA tournament. The last time these two teams met was back in 2021. The Cougars won that match. So uh, they have that uh, over the Trojans heading into this matchup. You can watch the match on ESPN+. Plus. It will begin at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Greg Rubel and Carlos Swinson Haslam will have the call for you. The winner will move on to face the winner of Michigan State and Harvard. That game set to be played on Saturday. One other soccer note for you, former BYU All-American Michaela Coulihan, now Michaela Clough, was traded from the Orlando Pride in the NWSL to the new Utah Royals. Now, the Utah Royals, while they're new, they're not really new. They were here before. Uh, that team moved on to Kansas City. So the Royals that are here now will be an expansion franchise that will begin play in 2024. So it's awesome that uh, Kayla, the former Cougar, is back in town. And uh, the former Cougar and Kaysville native gives the team a face of the franchise. And if you were following it on social media today when they made the trade official and talking about mind. Fly breeze to Kayla's picture to talk about, make sure you get your season ticket. So it was really cool that they were, they were having her sort of uh, represent the franchise. And why not? Just a, a fantastic soccer player, certainly. Uh, during her days at BYU and in her first couple of seasons with Orlando, but uh, an even better person. And I, I know that uh, her family and friends are all happy to have her back in the state of Utah. All right, coming up next, we'll check in on the NBA. Plus, an update, Draymond Green was suspended. We'll tell you how many games he got for putting Rudy Gobert in a chokehold 
It's all coming up after this, your final tonight from the Marriott Center, 105-48. Cougars improved to 3-0 with a win over southeastern Louisiana. Back with more Cougar postgame live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Greg Rubel with more Big O' Tires Cougar Postgame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It is Big O' Tires Cougar Postgame Live. Jackson Robinson is expected to be our postgame guest here courtside. We will get to you in the meantime, our postgame honorees. We'll start off with our Waystar Stars plural stars of the game brought to you by waystar simplifying healthcare payments learn more at waystar.com we're splitting it between the two guys that had 18 points apiece tonight trevin nell 18 points including four threes and those 18 points for trevin two off a career high fuseni Traore also had 18 points but he got his 18 points on a nearly perfect night six for seven from the field two for two from three by the way he had two career threes before tonight and 4 for 4 at the free throw line. Ends up with three rebounds and assist as well. Fuseni Traore and Trevin Nell split the Waystar star of the game honors. They are Waystar stars of the game. Brought to you by Waystar. So those two guys uh, ended up being, by the way, uh, Fuse was plus 21 and Trevin Nell was plus 43. <laughs> wow. Um, the, the highest plus minus on the night was plus 40. I don't know that I've seen a plus 43. Uh, Trevinell was plus 43 tonight to lead BYU in plus minus. Wow. <laughs> that would have been a good data discovery. <laughs> I, uh, that's pretty impressive. Let's get to the New Skin data discovery. It is brought to you by New Skin, your innovative beauty and wellness company that helps you look, feel, and live better. What have you discovered in tonight's box score as a data discovery? Well, you've mentioned the, the, the domination on the boards and the, and the turnovers, and what that translated to, Greg, was that BYU took 20, excuse me, 17 more shots than uh, Southeastern and made uh, 21 more and, and 18 more threes and made 13 more than Southeastern. And that's how you win a game by 50-some-odd points. 57 as it turned out tonight 105 to 48 in fact BYU had not won a game by 50 or more in nearly eight years we teased him we said he was coming up and, he, and he's taken his place he's sat down courtside with us he is Jackson Robinson Jackson Robinson with a career high tying 17 points on this night of six on six of 13 from the field three of eight from three everybody getting into the act from deep Jackson Robinson good to have you back on the headset how are you my friend I'm good how are you doing really well good to have you back by the way doing this yes sir and uh, a great start to the season for BYU. 3-0 and uh, for the Cougs for the third time. <laughs> Mark Pope just wandered up and said, what are the chances we can get Jackson to smile? He's already smiling. All, all it took was an appearance from Mark Pope. Yes, he's talking about the competitive plays Jackson Robinson's yeah. making on both ends of the floor. And uh, we'll talk more with Coach Pope about this guy to our right in a few minutes as we start our conversation with Jackson Robinson. And uh, Co Coach is happy with you. Fans are happy with you. Are you happy with you? Uh, I'd say so. It's always room for improvement. But, I mean, yeah, I'd say I'm pretty happy right now. We're winning games. That's all that matters. Yeah, 3-0 start to the season, including that big win over San Diego State on, on Friday. And the challenge I talked with Coach about tonight was to, to play a game like tonight with the same want to as you did on Friday night because you want to keep that level at a certain place, don't you? Yeah, I mean, uh, I made that uh, a conscious thing during uh, practice this entire week. I made sure after practices just to group with the guys and make sure we all knew that 
this game was going to be the hardest game we played yet this season. They're going to come in here and they're going to try and beat us on our home court. We couldn't let it happen, um, especially after a big win that we had on Friday last week. So just making sure that we came in, handled business, and we did that. Well, Jackson, I love watching you play. You're just fun to watch play. You play the right way. And it uh, seems like you're playing with a lot of confidence, uh, as you should. What uh, what was kind of the, the approach for Jackson Robinson this summer? How did you, What did you kind of recognize you wanted to work on? And uh, what are you going to try and, and implement into your game this year? A uh, big focus for me and my coaches was uh, just leadership. Um, being a senior on the team, this is my fourth year of college basketball in school. So making sure that I step in and am able to handle, you know, things for myself and my teammates, making sure everybody's involved, um, being a great communicator on the court, off the court, uh, just gelling with the guys, things like that. That's probably the biggest thing. And then just staying in the gym, uh, working on my entire game, just trying to show all three levels, especially this year. Um, I felt like I was around the perimeter a lot last year, but just trying to figure out how to, you know, make improvements. You're talking about yourself like a like a bit of an old man there, you know, the fourth year guy and all this. Do, do, do you do you see yourself as someone that's, uh, uh, you know, having to take on a role that way with this team? Uh, yeah, I say so. Um, I mean, I'm young still. I'm only 20 years old, but this is my fourth year of college, like I said. So it's a little weird for me and my teammates, my coaches, but um, just the experience itself is, you know, brought me a long ways, and I mean. I'm appreciative of all the stops I made throughout my college career, just learning bits and pieces from the different schools and bringing it here, um, having a, a pretty decent year last year and just trying to make those strides to get to that tournament this year. How different a player are you in year four than you were maybe in years one and two at your other stops before BYU? Uh, I've, I've seen big improvements myself, just my mindset in general, um, my work ethic, uh, just my willingness to get better. Um, I mean... It's been important for me to just stay in the gym, like I said, just get shots up, work with my coaches, watch film, do things with my teammates just to build that connection, um, make it stronger on the court, and I think it's, you know, showing on the court. So I'm not sure how many teams bring as many players back from one year to the next like BYU did. What's the value going to be in that, do you think, for, for a team that has so many guys who have already done this together last year bringing it back into this one? It's huge. I mean... You know, guys like Dallin, Richie, um, Foos, all those guys just getting that one year of college experience just to, you know, figure out what they want to do, what they want to improve on. I mean, we're seeing it all on the court this year. Um, big props to Dallin Hall. He's been an amazing leader for us, uh, floor general. He's been hurt the last, but like, exhibition game, first game. But, I mean, it looks like he hasn't skipped a beat so I mean props to him and everybody else on the team for just improving from last year showing those strides and the, the areas that they needed to get better in um, and I mean some of it just took experience just getting on the court and playing some minutes so Jackson so far so good for you guys I mean a couple of huge wins and a, a really hard-fought win against a good team in San Diego State so it's going well you, like, like you mentioned you've been at a couple of different places you've been here what do you like about this team in particular? What do you think this team has maybe that, that could be something special for you guys? Um, I'd say sacrifice. I don't think there's one selfish person on this team. Um, everybody just wants to win, especially after the year we had last year. We were really disappointed we didn't make it to the tournament. That was everybody's goal. It's been everybody's goal. So just making sure that we all make the sacrifice we need to 
um, in order to get these wins, especially these wins early, because uh, we know that conference play is going to be really tough. So grinding out those wins and getting these wins now is a big step. We've talked to other people about it. I haven't talked to you yet about um, what the external expectations about BYU have meant to you and your teammates, knowing that people think that you're going to do certain things or not do certain things in the Big 12. Uh, yeah, I mean, we hear the noise, we see it, but we're not worried about it. We're just focused on us, and I think it's showing on the court. Um, I don't think a lot of people expected us to come out and play the way that we have these first three games. And, I mean, I feel like we're surprising a lot of people. We're putting people on notice, but we know we're – far from finished we got way more work to do um just look at this film try and figure out what we can do better and get ready for saturday i'm not sure how many people expected 43s made in the first three games but this is apparently going to be a feature of byu basketball this year a lot of guys who can shoot it a lot of guys who can make it and and you're not just casting stuff up you're getting good looks and so far the numbers prove that this is a way to win this year oh yeah for sure um like i said the experience the experience is a big thing um, just guys getting more experience and being able to shoot the ball at a high level, um, getting the minutes from last year, just focusing on what they need to do. Um, I mean, it showed just the shot-making ability, having Trev back. Uh, Spencer's always been a great shot-maker. He led the league in three-point percentage last year. And then uh, guys like me, Down, Richie, all improving. So, Jackson, little bird told me that it's someone special's birthday today. Is that right? Any, any shout-outs, <laughs> birthday wishes for That's someone correct. special out there? It's my mom's birthday. Shout-out to my mom. Mm. Um, I love her. She's very supportive. She helps me through thick and thin. Um, always has something to say after the games, <laughs> whether I play good or not. But um, I'm very, very happy for her. Oh, we, got, we, got, we, have, we have social media interaction between My Coach Pope director and Jackson Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we got the Pope family productions working here. Appreciate I love it. it. So happy birthday to mom. And, Jack, congrats to you on the uh, s uh, career high 17 points tonight. Well done. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good having you on. Thank you, Jackson. You too. All right, appreciate Jackson Robinson with us. We'll continue from courtside after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. The BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel. All right, uh, Mark Pope will be joining us, but it will be a few minutes. Uh, he's currently back in the press conference room talking to the main assembled media. So uh, when Mark is done with that, he'll be joining us. But that may be in the next segment. So in the, in the meantime, you've got the other Mark, Mark Durant and me, Greg Rubel, as we help recap tonight's 105-48 win over Southeastern Louisiana University, SLU, Southeastern, out of Hammond, Louisiana. And BYU wins it big. How big? Uh, 57 points. Uh, large margin of victory this season. And largest margin since the winter, the January of, or the February of 2016, as it turns out. All right, let's get to our Economics Partners Valuable Stat of the Game, brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. It is a double-pronged stat, but it incorporates the turnover number. 
BYU had tonight 28 assists to only five turnovers. Better than five to one assist to turnover ratio. And BYU's turnover percentage in a game with 71 possessions was 7%. There were games last year when BYU was routinely in the 25 to 30% turnover rate. Now, not every opponent's Southeastern, but 7% is exceptional in a 71-possession game. So BYU let fly from three, made 15 of 36, but uh, otherwise took extremely uh, judicious care of the basketball in only five giveaways on the night. And again, the way BYU's shooting threes, 36 three attempts will be, if not an average number, a not unusual number for BYU this year. I, I think they'll be up around 30. And before the game, I said 30-40 is a good number. 30 sh- attempts and 40%. They're right around that and had a dominating performance. And I can't imagine, Greg, a better start to the season than BYU's had. I mean, this has been really, really impressive. And I think, you know, Jackson, I think, touched on it that l- last year they weren't, you know, happy with how that went. They didn't make the tournament. and they, But they weren't really that far off. Uh you know, they, they had a couple of last-second losses against really good teams on this floor. Every win every yeah. win BYU had last year was by double digits, and when they were losing, they were usually losing between eight or fewer points. Yeah, and so they weren't that far off. And, and, it, and like you said, it's basically the same team this year. We, we yeah, Obviously, Khalifa was injured tonight, didn't play, and Dawson hasn't played. I think they'll be important additions, but this team has just gotten older and better and, and play together, and they play so tough. And I just think... You know, who knows after three games, but so far they have looked really, really good, and it's certainly promising going forward. 1.479 points per possession tonight, and and uh, Ken Palm will adjust that number down for the quality of the opponent, but, you know, Ken Palm adjusts for a lot of things, and even though BYU only played two games, um, the numbers are the numbers because they're efficiency numbers. It's how you play the game, and BYU was sitting at 27 and Ken Palm coming into the night. And, and, again, people go, it's only a couple of games, but yet it incorporates a lot of different things. And they're playing in a really good league uh, with, so far, really good early season numbers. BYU went from 27 to 16 mm-hmm. in Ken Palm tonight. And, and, again, they adjust the number down based for quality of opposition, but the way you play is the way you play. And if you're going to shoot this many threes off that many tries and make that few turnovers, you're going to jump a few spots in Ken Palm. So, yes, it's early, but... BYU can embrace that 16 number in Ken Palm and say uh, they've looked as good as anybody could have hoped or expected them to look in the early part of the season, and especially in light of expectations. There was a belief that, well, if you're a, if you're a middle-of-the-pack team in the WCC, how can you good, good can you really be with the same people the next year in the Big 12? And BYU is already showing that having the same people has some value and, and that keeping that same group together, sending them to Europe together, and, and getting them one year older together can mean a lot. Yeah, and then adding that they have a lot of those guys. I mean, a lot of a lot of years past, you know, you you have a superstar, Jimmer, obviously, but every year kind of has your main guy. But who's the main guy for this team? I, I mean, it could be Dallin. I night was tonight, night, uh, Jackson, Spencer, Trevin, uh, Fusini. I mean, you got eight or nine guys that can score twenty points, and you don't know where it's going to come from. That. And to be able to play that many and not have a letdown, that, that's helpful too. And you can play a certain way, uh, play hard, uh, knowing that, you know, you're not going to tire anyone out. Uh, I mean, the, the depth that BYU has is pretty impressive. 
and you've got so many different weapons and so many different guys that can shoot the three, too. Foose, Foose hits a couple tonight, so he's throw him in the mix of a threat from the three-point line. So uh, I just think they got a lot of weapons, and they don't rely on any one thing too much. Uh, at least so far. So far, so good, as they say. We haven't taken you through the BYU box score yet. Let's do that. Uh, BYU had four players in double figures, led by Trevin Nell and Fuseni Traore's 18 points apiece, 17 for Jackson Robinson, 11 for Spencer Johnson. Those are your four in double figures. Nine for Richie Saunders, sevens for Trey Stewart and Atiki Ali Atiki, along with Dallin Hall. Dallin also had seven. Then you've got five for Noah Waterman, uh, threes for Townsend Triple and Jared McGregor. In fact, uh, Jared hit the three that put BYU over 100 tonight, and you add those numbers up, and you get to 105. The only player to play and not score was Tanner Hayhurst. How many players made threes tonight? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different players made a three-point bucket tonight. Uh, the only players to try a three and not make one, Atiki was 0 for 1 and Townsend Triple. Uh, contrary to his name, was 0 for 1 from 3. So 15 threes on 36 tries, and BYU was making its free throws tonight as well. The Cougs were 16 for 20 at the free throw line. The rebound number continuing to impress. BYU came into tonight averaging 50.5 rebounds per game. So how can you keep that up? Well, they went 52 tonight. Uh, Out-rebounded Southeastern 52 to 32 on the final tally on the evening. Offensive rebounds were 17 to, to uh, 17 to 10. So through three games, BYU's out-rebounded the opposition on the offensive glass alone, 50 to 18. And you know, if you're if your style is shoot the three, you're going to have opportunities. But if you're getting almost half of your missed three missed threes, you're almost getting half on the offensive rebound. So then you get multiple possessions where you're shooting multiple three. I mean, that is a super good formula for having success. And so uh, that's got to be part of the offense, not just shooting the three, but even if we miss it, let's go get it. Leading rebounders for BYU tonight, Atiki Ali Atiki with eight. Uh, Atiki's career high in rebounds, by the way, 11. So he was not too far away from that. Seven for Richie Saunders. And those seven rebounds, two off a career high for Richie. Seven rebounds for Noah Waterman. And for Noah, that's one off a career high. So good rebounding numbers there. Uh, rebounds five for Trey Stewart. Uh, that would be a new rebounding high for Trey. So Trey hits a career high in rebounds. Spencer also with five. Those are the guys who had five or more tonight. Leading assist men were Dallin Hall with six. And those six assists for Dallin are three off a career high. And Spencer Johnson also had six, and that's one off a career high for Spencer. So those are your leading uh, assist and rebounders, respectively. Uh, not a ton of blocks. There were five, uh, two for Trey Stewart, two for Atiki Ali Atiki, and a single for Richie Saunders. The plus-minus leaders tonight were Trevin Nell at plus 43, Richie Saunders at plus 42, Jackson at plus 35, and Atiki Ali Atiki at plus 34. Dallin Hall's plus 30 gives you five guys at plus 30 or better in the plus-minus rating. Final score is BYU 105 and Southeastern 48. BYU opens at 3-0 on the year for the third time in the last four seasons. BYU look to go 4-0 as they bring in the Bears of Morgan State. That'll be Saturday night, and it'll be a 7 o'clock tip with a 6 o'clock pregame show right here on the BYU Sports Network. We'll take a break. We'll come back and in our next segment, talk with Mark Pope, BYU head coach, who gets career win number 90 tonight as the Cougars win big at the Marriott Center, 105-48 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. 
on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show continues. It's brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. Head coach the BYU Cougars, fresh off career win number 90 at BYU, Mark Pope joining us. Uh, Mark, I will tell you that uh, uh, your mother-in-law... Oh, boy. ...volunteered to, <laughs> okay, I to help fill so some time before you got out here. I'm right now. <laughs> That is awesome. Please tell me that you put her on the air and you had the beep button ready. No, you, you showed up just in time. <laughs> oh, boy. She didn't make it on the air tonight, but she was ready. Hey, let's roll that, but just make sure that uh, the FCC <laughs> is not paying attention to the broadcast. That we got the delay button ready. <laughs> well, well, it'll happen at some point because oh, she's around. Yes. All right. Man, uh, 105-40, these kind of wins don't happen too often. It's hard enough to win any kind of a college basketball game, but uh, when you play the way you guys did, Sometimes a score like this happens, and, and this was this was good BYU basketball tonight. It was good basketball um, against a good team. I mean, this team is picked to win the Southland, and the Southland is not a dominant conference, but a conference champion, man, a, a favorite in conference. That's hard. It doesn't matter what conference you're in, and this team is actually built well. Um, they have a, a combo guard that can really, really score. They got a point guard that can get wherever he wants to go on the floor, and they got a, 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 a you know, a, a four man that's really dynamic, and a, and a five that's just a monster. And so, um, so this was a, you know, this is this was a, a great performance by our guys against a team that's going to have a lot of success this year. A 1.479 points per possession. A better than five to one assist to turnover ratio, a seven percent turnover ratio on the night. Yeah, um, so we went into halftime with two turnovers, and we talked about it for a lot, lot long time at halftime. And both turnovers were charges, so they weren't ball control. They they weren't lost ball turnovers or bad decisions. They were just charges, um, and and. And so, uh, you know, we really we set the goal to try and stand her eight. We really want to stand her eight. We got to five, I think, with maybe ten minutes l- left in that game. Then you were clean. And the guys were able to be clean. In fact, I was so proud of J-Mac and Eagle and Townsend checking in the game in the last three minutes that they were able to protect the ball. I thought Atiki was unbelievable tonight. Um, his minutes uh, coming off the bench – um, they really set the tone in a place where uh, our defense was so solid in the first half. And when Atiki came in, there was just a little bit of fissuring, and then his rim protection was just unbelievable. His rim protection, his discipline, um, and his ball control also. He ends the night with zero turnovers, and that's incredibly special. And there were some contested balls where he had to kind of desperately hang on and make a play to save the possession. Um, and so – you know, it was it was it was brilliant performances by a lot of guys. I thought Tiki was really special tonight. And Jackson ends up with a career high tying yeah. 17 points. But you came by courtside to make sure we knew that he was doing other things behind besides scoring that really impressed you. Yeah, tonight. you know, for Jax, um, you know, right now, like, you know, he's he's in a process. He's grown so much over the summer. I'm I'm so incredibly proud of him, and he's grown up as a as a as a team leader. Um, he's he's grown up in his decision making. Uh, he's grown up in his skill and his focus and his uh, communication has grown exponentially. And 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 on this defensive side of the ball, um, he's he's good. 
but he could be a superstar on the defensive side of this ball. And he had a few moments tonight where I was like, yep, this is where he's winning competed plays on the defensive end. And we need him. You know, we have so much growing we have to do to be able to try and compete uh, in this league this season in the, the biggest challenge BYU basketball has ever faced. And we need him to be a star. And I thought he was terrific tonight. Um, I was really proud of him on both sides of the ball. But especially on the defensive side, making contested second effort plays was great. Coach, the offense seems to be clicking early in the season here, but you mentioned a couple times defense. How do you like this team defensively? The, the results have been nice. What do you see as kind of the identity of this uh, team defensively? What are you trying to do? Yeah, so uh, if I was going to grade us out defensively, I thought we were excellent tonight. I thought this was an incredible defensive effort from start to finish. It doesn't mean we got stops every time, but it's, it's really hard to do what we did in a game like this to kind of maintain your defensive intensity the whole night. Um, so this is where I think we've grown so much. I think we've grown immensely in our communication. Mm. You know, the squad um, is with us uh, every day. So this is uh, four um, of the uh, professors in the clinical psychology PhD program at BYU. They come to every practice. They come to every film session. They come to uh, every game. Um, they're, 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 you know, observing on the bench, and then we meet regularly. And one of the things that they really stressed to us last year, they're actually changing the way that we operate. One of the things they stressed that's been revolutionary for us is they, they were just like, you're, you're, you're asking your guys to, to communicate and talk, but where is the space where you're actually making that happen right and it's this what we do as coaches we talk and players listen and then they go do and so we've actually implemented some things in our practices where we'll finish the possession or we'll have the guys go huddle and and we won't allow any of the coaches to speak and so the guys come into the huddle and they coach each other we do it before the game it's become a staple part of our of, of what we do and so far this young season this has been the best communicating team that i've mm-hmm. coached um and i'm really proud of these guys like they've really taken that on and and we did we had to do it in real time today so we changed we, we had a defensive kind of game plan with ball screens that we'd never actually tried before uh credit collins Terry um, for kind of making that happen um, where this team is a peel team and a slip team and they rarely set ball screens they actually run to them and then get out of them really cool whether it's to the rim or to a peel or to a space three and so we went to a, a kind of a lean into a stay ball screen defense which actually had me terrified because it's just new and it requires so much real-time urgent communication and the guys actually execute it beautifully and that's all a sign of how we're communicating on the defensive end i'm really really proud of that we've been great on the defensive glass minus a couple possessions that we've been really proud of and this is a team that was 24 percent of their possession were in transition yeah. i thought we were excellent in transition defense so our guys are honing on things that matter they've been great how about you, that for a long answer they're great and, and it spelled it out really well and you had the only fast break points of the night i think it was 17 nothing on the final margin so how excited are you to get to the next film session practice and game with this group now yeah so um the, the, i'm i'm so like it just i always feel like this we just want more time right we just need more time but um our guys ability to like we st- started this conversation about our guys ability to come here tonight after san diego state in a in a in a in a gym that was still thirteen thousand, but it wasn't eighteen thousand. It felt different at the beginning of the game, and and the, all of the human nature about trying to get you to be a little bit less than like really in attack and fight and compete mode, 
and our guys did it. And I'm telling you, I think that's one of the things that can separate us from every other team in the country is our ability to come in and take care of business on every single possession, all five of us, all night long. And we're still striving for that goal, but uh, I'm I'm counting on that being one of the things that that gives us an advantage. In a season with 31 regular season games, you got a four-game foundation of home games. Uh, The four-game homestand comes to an end on Saturday night. And and, uh, just how important was it to maybe settle the guys in in this setting to give themselves, like I said, just a bit of a a, a foothold to get things going here? I mean, it's it's such an advantage to play here. It's an advantage to play because of the altitude and and part of the reason why we're stressing playing fast so hard is we want to take advantage of the altitude and we actually have a team that can do it. Um, it's really it's incredible to be able to play in front of our fans here. It gives us a huge advantage. Um, and we're comfortable here. We know this place. The guys are so excited every day. They get to walk into this incredibly swagged out locker room. Um, and so all that is is really important for us. And and the, you know we, we we have a huge task in front of us Saturday. And then we then we go on the road to the MTE for Thanksgiving and play against great teams in a neutral court and try and figure it out. Coach, one guy that. Kind of plays under the radar, but I've been so impressed with him so far this season. Richie Saunders, I, yeah. I just think he's he plays so hard. He seems a little more focused this year, makes good decisions. You talk a little bit about uh, what Richie brings to the team. Yeah, you know, Richie, Richie is, uh, you know, when you think about things that matter for us winning, again, Richie is a zero turnover guy. Hmm. Okay, he plays so hard. He plays so, like, head down, like, getting after it, and he's still a zero turnover guy, and that's such an important statistic for us to find success this year. Uh, He's such an incredible energy guy against San Diego State. He had four dim possessions that were created out of nothing. It was just him jabbing at a ball, knocking it out of bounds or knocking it down court or coming up with a a steal to go dunk it. But the thing that's different from last year is able to do that now without fouling. And that's the difference. Last year, those all resulted in so many resulted in fouls. And now he's he's able to have that same aggression, but just be uh, more prudent with it where he's not fouling. Um, he's been unbelievable getting the rim. You know, he had a really fun possession for us. We talk about, you know, we shot 36 threes tonight, which I'm proud of. We're trying to be over 30. I'm trying to get to 35. Coach figures saying 30. Um, we got you, what the, you won tonight. Yeah, we, we got to 36 tonight. But, um, you know, we're a little stymied, a little weirded out by their kind of matchup zone um, in the last few minutes of the first half. And so we just, you know, in that sense, we just kind of earned a couple shots. And what fixes it, just Richie on the offensive glass. So Richie races in there. We're a little stymied. It's not a pretty possession. There's nothing good about it. We get a shot that's fine. And then of all that confusion and frustration in that 20-second possession, it's like it's all fine because we're wedging hard and Richie is relentless at doing it, and he saves us. And then all of a sudden, a possession where we could walk away feeling frustrated, feeling like, yeah, let's go. This yeah. is awesome. And so he brings all those components to this team, um, and uh, he's, just been, he's just been tremendous. First time in nearly two calendar years that BYU has – 10 or more threes in three consecutive games. First three games to open this year. BYU 3-0 and for the third time in the last four years. I don't want uh, Avery to run out of uh, room on our camera card, so yeah. we're going we're gonna to wrap it up here. As uh, Everybody as needs to check out. The, is, what is, Avery, what is my Instagram page called? Coach Mark Pope on Instagram because Avery Pope is, like, crushing it, and every new follower she gets, she gets paid. So we have a contractual agreement right now. So it's Coach Mark Pope on Instagram. dot com. Coach Mark Pope dot com. No, no, just, just, he just, <laughs> oh, just no. Coach At Mark Pope Coach on Instagram. Okay. The kids will know what to do with that. Yeah, kids, you yeah. guys know how to do this. Yeah. Just jump on there and make and Avery some money. All the video content is courtesy of Avery Pope, who's been shooting all this. But uh, at, at some point, we we got to give her a break. <laughs> 
All right, Coach, thank you. Avery, thank you. And uh, we'll see you here Saturday. Let's go, Cougs. Thanks, All right, guys. That's Mark Pope. We're back to wrap it up tonight on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. In front of an announced crowd of 13,116, BYU scored 105, defeats Southeastern by a score of 105 to 48. That is going to wrap it up for tonight. Our thanks to all of you in Cougar Nation for tuning in. We had a fun one tonight. Cougs had fun on the floor. Fans had fun on the stands, and we had a good time bringing it to you. Our thanks to the crew back at BYU Radio, our control board operators, Seth Larson and Ethan Arkell, our studio editor, James Finlayson, our coordinating producer, Terry South, our studio host, Jason Shepard, our engineer, Barry Squires, operations side of things with Sean O'Neill and Clark Jackman, corporate sponsorship with associate AD Casey Stoffer, courtside, we had BYU Basketball Communications Director Tyson Jex as our right-hand man and my color commentary colleague tonight and always, Mr. Mark Durant. We appreciate Jackson Robinson and Mark Pope for their post-game time. And again, we thank all of you for listening in tonight. 105-48 is our final BYU over Southeastern. The Cougs go to 3-0 and bring in the Morgan State Bears to the Marriott Center Saturday night. It'll be a 6 o'clock radio pregame and a 7 o'clock tip right here. So for all those folks... My name is Greg Grubel, thanking you and once again saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah.